Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station. KTAR News. 92.3 FM. KTAR News. 92.3 FM. Independent thought. Independent life. This is Chad Benson. Oh, man. Pomp and circumstance. Joining us now, Congressman Andy Biggs. Not you, Pomp and circumstance. And i got to be completely honest with you. I was watching the entire engrossment cer- uh, ceremony <laughs> and the signings. Everybody's asking... Why do you have so many pins at these signings? A lot of people are asking the question because she would sign a letter, then she'd sign another. Can you explain to everybody why they do that? Well, because uh, they're all going to keep a pin. They're all, she's given a copy of a pin. Uh, she's given a pin to each person who's uh, behind her. Yeah. That's, what, that's what's happening. Yeah, I was laughing and I said to myself, you know you're going to find one on, on, on eBay tonight. And somebody hey. was posing with a pen. You would have thought they were hanging out with their favorite rock star. Hey, and you, and you want to know something? Uh, when she spells Pelosi and she she has more people than she has letters in her name, she puts four S's in Pelosi. That's right. just the way it goes. Oh, good time. <laughs> good time. Talking to Congressman Andy Biggs. So here we go. It's got real now. I mean, we're we're past the point of of no return. They have wandered them over in the pomp and circumstance. So uh, what what do you guys do from here? Well, there's uh, you know there's. There's going to be communication, obviously, with the White House from from some of us, and and uh, there's going to be communication with senators if they want it. And most of the time, they don't want to communicate with members of the House, which is fine. Um, and um, uh, we'll be there. But don't forget, I mean, two things happened in in, in uh, just in the last couple of weeks. We had uh, the Judiciary Chairman Jerry Nadler's staff indicating that they're opening additional investigations. President Trump trying to find more stuff to impeach him on. And then the guy, and I cannot remember his name, but he's the guy who said that hearsay is better than direct evidence in the in the uh, trial. He said that um, uh, today uh, that uh, we're gonna they're gonna open up uh, more impeachment articles. They're gonna look for some more things. So, I mean, just imagine this. Imagine this. You're in the middle of trial, and in the middle of the trial, somebody walks over and says, "Oh, by the way, we're gonna add this to it." I mean, it's just the most absurd thing in the world. Yeah. You know, at some point in time, you just sit back and you say, oh, God, it's just it's like I get it. Look, I want our country to have things like this because I think you'll agree. It's an amazing thing that we are in a nation where we can do these kind of things. I mean, look what took place today in Russia, where basically everybody resigned because Putin's like, let's just say I leave. I still want to be king. How do we make this happen? I'm going to change everything. And I'm glad we have something like this. But it is at what point in time do you just say to yourself, "Okay, you guys have jumped the shark on numerous occasions. Can we just move on and we've got an election come up and let's see what happens there? Well, you know what? I I, I thought it was really interesting in uh, Pelosi's uh, 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 what we call the miracle minute. That's where she's supposed to get a minute to speak and she speaks for 20. Um, She was talking about um, uh, this notion of the election. And that the election's coming up, and that, uh, but that this was this was hazardous to to, uh, uh, to let Donald Trump be in office at the election. And you just you just go, that that's the most asinine, fallacious argument you can make because uh, in just a few months from now we're going to be having an election, and um, if you really believe in elections, uh, why are we three? plus years now into the results of the 2016 election where President Trump won an overwhelming electoral college vote and you're setting it aside on the most flimsy of articles of impeachment. So, uh, Chad, I will tell you, we live in the greatest country in the world. The fact that we we do transition power uh, 
um, largely without uh, violence and largely by uh, with the notion of rules and procedures. I mean, that's fantastic. But when you abuse the rules for uh, for this type of event, because you don't like Trump. I mean, the, the reality is they simply do not like him. They said it before he, he got elected. They said it the day after he was elected. They wanted to remove him from office. I mean, that, that's too much. Yeah. That is too much. Talking to Congressman Andy Biggs. All right, so let's let's talk about some some other stuff that I that I'm curious about. The Les Parnas stuff that's come out, I find it a little bit disturbing. And I think anybody, don't care what side of the aisle, that you've got some guy running around who's a wannabe congressman one day, hopeful or something, and there's this weird stuff. That, that is a bit disturbing. Now, in fairness, I don't know how credible all this stuff is. And as we all know, he's already been indicted, and the first one in usually gets the best deal. But it, it does, like on the surface at least, it looks a little weird. Well, yeah, but I mean, you you put your finger on it. There's two things that I think are important. Number one is the credibility of the witness. And don't forget, what he's really showing you is a photo he took of notes he allegedly took during a phone conversation. Guess what? Uh, you know, contemporaneous notes are admissible, but I mean, they are, you can, you can determine whether you find them credible or incredible. And the part that makes him particularly incredible is he's been indicted. Yeah. And, and the fact that he's been indicted um, and he's hoping to make a deal, um, that would be interesting. But don't forget this, too. If he sits down and goes to the Senate where he didn't be able to testify in the House or Senate, let's say he comes in, if he's not given absolute immunity, if he says anything that is uh, uh, absolutely uh, that, that that looks like it might be damaging to the president, then he has probably violated the law, and then he is going to be uh, indicted without without protections. So he would need uh, absolute immunity, and who knows if the. Uh, uh, Southern District of New York is going to give them that kind of immunity to the prosecutors there. Oh, we move on from there. We've only got about uh, two minutes here, but I want to get your take on the whole thing that went down with, obviously, uh, Iran, uh, Soleimani, all of this stuff. Uh, you know, I mean, I see Mike Lee and I see some other people felt like, look, it feels like it's being rushed. Some stuff was put in. I, they're not happy with it. What's your take on that? Because you obviously you're very close to it. Yeah, number one, I think the Soleimani hit was legitimate and and uh, constitutionally sanctioned. Uh, number two, I think uh, we have two AUMFs. You've got 2001, 2002. 2002 uh, has got to go. Um, it is it is not. Uh, it's not. It, it's been twisted. Uh, unbelievably so. Uh, the 2001 AUMF would have uh, authorized that hit either, anyway. The 2001 AUMF probably is the one that you should keep in place, but it, but that's almost 20 years old. These things have to be revisited. The Constitution does not give an executive, whether it's George W. Bush, Barack Obama, uh, or even my guy, President Trump, doesn't give you carte blanche to, to, to just wage war anywhere forever. We have got to be looking at this. Um, I will tell you that I thought the timing was horrific and was done for political purposes for uh, the Democrats to put their finger in the eye of President Trump. And that was, that was and plus the, the, the document itself was worded and, and really terribly. I actually talked to the sponsor of the bill and said, look, you got some problems with the language in your bill. Um, if you're going to do it, have a legitimate discussion, have a debate, bring in, in my opinion, you bring in and you discuss this with the executive branch and, and uh, both branches of Congress, and you do this right. 
Um, and but fr- quite frankly, the big issue we have now is Barbara Lee from California is bringing in uh, in the next week or two, probably in a couple of weeks, uh, a, a, a pretty good AUMF re- uh, rescission for the 2002 AUMF, which is the one that probably needs to go. But we have to look at that. I have to see what that is, and we should have a good debate and a good discussion about it. Oh, I'd love to have a good debate. Man, I appreciate you coming on today. Uh, the pomp, the circumstance, I'm just going to say this really quick. Next time this happens, because it'll probably be next time, yeah. I think it should be totally, you guys got to wear the wigs, just like our founding fathers, the big buckles on the shoes, the whole nine yards, because today was uber pomp and circumstance, man. But I appreciate you coming on today. All right. Thanks, Chad. Have thanks. a good one.